presence of God. It's very good and it's great to trust the Lord. Above all, to allow God to have his own way in your life. Sometimes we come to God with our own agenda and ask God to fit into our agenda. Uh, <laughs> I want you to allow God to give you his agenda so that you can follow for your life because that is the best. Uh, I said I was going to pray for some lady. Uh, isn't it? Uh, that was 38 years, isn't it? Are you, is a lady around? Is a lady around? What's your name? What's your name? If you're there, stand there. I'll still pray for you. The prayer can come there. What's your name? Rhoda what? Huh? Ajari. Ajari. Okay. Where from you? Aburi. Okay. I would, you were there when I mentioned your name, so don't worry. So I don't know how you managed to hear that you came. Uh, I pray for you. Never know. You never even thought in your mind that God will call your name. But while you were not even around, God called you when you were not even thinking about him, he was thinking about you. I pray that the desire of your heart will be fulfilled. Amen. As you exercise faith in him, and so shall it be. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Before I preach, is there any testimony? 
I'm going to continue. I pray for some gentleman here that God was taking to do. Where? Is it Canada? Are they, you are the one. Have you got a letter? They've signed it. So, the next week, isn't it one week? I thought it was three months. So, when I supposed to go? When? 16th October. Don't go and backslide. You are on a mission for both Ghana God first and Ghana second. If you trust God and let it be a mission of God for your life, you will succeed very well for the nation. God bless you. We'll continue to uh, pray with you. I wish you to plant a church there. Amen. Amen. Then I'll come there myself. <laughs> I have a one-week program for you. Amen. Amen. Bless you, I know is good. This Reverend Michael was talking about the word of God, which is very great, which we must all lift high in our life. And why do we have to put our trust in God? For me, because of his person, his nature, the nature of God can make me trust him. For you to trust somebody, you must know the nature of that person. Somebody can be very rich, but his nature is very stingy. So the fact that the person is rich doesn't mean that when you are in need, he can help you or he will help you. Oh? So God's nature can make him, you trust him. If you don't know the nature of God, it is difficult to put your trust in him. Oh, so I believe for me the reason why one of the reasons why I will put all my trust in him because of his nature because of his person because of the way he is God's nature means I can trust him with all my life and he won't fail me two his nature is that there is nothing too difficult for him. He said, is there anything too hard for me? 
that is God's nature. And his nature is that he knows all things. Oh? And he's all-knowing, he's loving, isn't it? Or he's not loving? Completely loving, total loving. And he's full of mercy. So even if I fall short, his message can still stretch off his hands and bring help to me. So that is why I want to put my trust in him. The Bible says in Exodus 34 verse 6 that God is merciful and gracious. Isn't it? And the Lord passed before him and proclaim the Lord, the Lord God, merciful and what? Gracious, long-suffering and what? Abounding in what? Goodness and what? Truth. No credit. So this is the reason why I would put my trust in God's word when he speaks. And I don't know about you. I also know that his promises are yea and amen. When God promised, it is based on his foreknowledge, his power, and everything. There's no circumstance. You know, when we promise, we don't know what will happen tomorrow. So something can happen tomorrow to offset what will make us or to disturb what will make us fulfill the promise. If I promise to come to your house tomorrow and it's a very heavy rain and the whole place is flooded and nobody could cross, definitely I wouldn't be able to what? To fulfill my promise. But God knows that tomorrow it will rain before he promised. His promises is not based on what he doesn't know. <laughs> he knows the process and how it's going to end. So when he promises you, you can then put all your hope on him. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's why I say his nature <laughs> can make us have faith and trust in his word. And I pray that you will know that God and know him very well so that your faith will rest in him. God, when he speaks, he also varies. God does not just say words. He means whatever he says. Some of us will talk to make people feel happy. Sometimes you are talking with people, what they are saying is not what is in their heart. They just want to make you feel good and tell you all good, sweet things. But when God 
speaks, he's sincere about it, and he means what he's saying. The psalmist says that God has magnified his word above his name. Psalm 138, verse 2. I will worship towards your holy temple and praise your name for your loving kindness and your truth. For you have magnified your word above all, all your name. So God and his word, he doesn't play with it. The Bible says that without even the word, even there was nothing that we see that was created. Whatever we see here is out of what God said. He didn't even create you. He said, let us create what? Man. In our own image. When there was no light and the whole earth was without form, listen, what book form is his word? He said, let there be light. And his word started putting things in order. That is how words can either bring confusion or can either bring, uh, can put things together. Whenever somebody is in, in, in is the step, something has happened to somebody and he doesn't know what to do and he's confused, he thinks his world is ending. Sometimes it's a word that keeps the person together. You goes and you speak the right word and encourage the person and he put himself back and he said, I'm going to move on. Words are very, very powerful. Words can destroy and words can build. Oh, are you getting me? Oh, you're not getting me. That is why I want to put my faith in his word. God's word is where I want to put my faith in. I also believe God because of his work, his provision, and what he gives to us. And the word of God can heal. The word of God can work in our life. You know, it works in our life when you read this word, it can do a lot of things. It's a weapon, or you don't know it's a weapon. It's a medicine. You know it's a medicine, and you have to mix it. It has the efficacy of it. It is very strong and very powerful. It can bring healing to the body. Hallelujah. It can also bring healing to our spirit, and can also bring healing to our soul is able to give the total man a complete healing. That is the only medicine that can put the total man together. The other medicines can only either heal the body, take paracetamol, and it relieves. It doesn't. It relieves you from pain. You take, uh, 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 you get, para, uh, you get uh, this parasite inside, uh, mosquito, uh, malaria. You hit it with, some of you know it better than me. Uh, I don't remember the last time I took 
some, so I don't know how they look like. Uh, what the name? Which one? Is it, have they moved from chloroquine? They've moved from chloroquine to amodiaquine. Attesting it. Oh, that's the old one. Old, old Testament. Now, now, now they've moved to another one. What is it? Quartem. Hey, what? So you have to be abreast. <laughs> or, or you, you see. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. And it's there to, 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 to deal with the parasite. Eh? To knock it. You know, as modern trend goes, the, med- the, the disease also changes. You see, window, we started with some windows. And now they are moving. When they move, you move. So they are taking the, uh, the pharmacists are also the, the chemical, the, the life is also changing. So when you change, you also change. It's called modern uh, modern disease. A disease that has modernized itself. You have to also move fast. But the word of God, no matter how it changes its form, the word of God has the efficacy, the power to hit it and to destroy it. This word is also a food. The Bible calls it his food is food to the body, to our soul. The Bible says that man shall not live by what? Bread alone, but by what? By every word that comes out of what? A mouth of a man. A mouth of who? So the word that heals is the word that comes out of the mouth of God, not from the mind of somebody. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone. He doesn't say, oh, somebody said, he said by bread alone. So uh, uh, he said, we shouldn't eat bread. No, 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 no. That's why I say alone. It means that you must live. The physical body needs bread. But there is something you also need. And that is the word of God. So you don't only work to feed your body. You must also find another food to feed your spirit. I hope you are getting me. So it's a food, it's food to our body. It's a light onto our path and a lamp. If we want light, illumination, in every situation, if we want to see things very clear, it is the word of God. All that solution people give, sometimes they are temporary. I've seen that things are changing. Today they say this. The next they say that. The next they say eat this one. The next one they say, oh, the thing they say is poisonous, it's not good. Now, is it, the light, <laughs> God's word is not like that. Human knowledge is progressive. So they see a bit today, but never see the 
they earn the full thing. By the time they know, get to know the full thing, there is something wrong with what they saw. They only saw a certain portion of what is good. Amen. I hope you're getting me. But God's word is perfect, pure. It cannot change. And that is why we need to put all our faith, our trust in that God so that he can help us. The word of God can also be used. It's also a weapon. Ephesians 6, 17. It's a sword. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is what? The word of God. In those days, they were not using guns. Paul said they were using swords to fight. So it's one of the most powerful weapons. If in this our days, he wouldn't even use a, 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 a sword. He wouldn't use a spear. He would use another, the most powerful uh, weapon that he used to fight. So it's a weapon, it's a sword that can be used to fight your battle. It's not only a sword. Jeremiah 5, 14 also says that the word of God, therefore, that says the Lord God of hosts, because you speak this word, behold, I will make my words in your mouth fire, and these people would, and they shall devour them. So the word of God is also fire, bomb. Boom. So, as a weapon, the word of God can also become fire. So, it is not only a sword, it is also fire. You can call it a gun, you can call it this modern edition, fire. <laughs> it is not only fire, it is also a hammer to crush anything on your way, oh, isn't it? Jeremiah 23, 29. Jerry. It's not my word like a fire, says the Lord. And like what? A hammer that breaks the rock in pieces. No matter how strong whatever comes against you like a rock. The word of God has the power to break that thing into pieces. That is why we can put our faith and our trust in whatever God says. Oh, are you, are you getting what I'm saying? It's not only a weapon that is offensive, it can also defend you. A shield. The Lord, the word of God also becomes what? A shield of protection. Proverbs 30 verse 5. 
Every word of God is what? Wow. Is what? Tell somebody every word of God is pure. No one has said, desire what? The sincere, the pure milk of God. The sincere milk of God. That is able to make you grow. He is a shield to those who put what? Every word of God is what? Pure. That word is what? A shield what? To who? So the word do not shield everybody but to some particular people to the people who put what their trust in him he is a shield to those who what who put what oh who put what oh tell somebody those who put their trust in god trust in God is having faith and absolute faith in that God. There is always a reward when you put your faith in God. There is a fruit, there are blessings when we put our faith in Jehovah God. You see, man can fail you. I say what? one of the common things that run through all men is that they know how to fail. <laughs> so, <coughs> when somebody disappoints you, don't cry. Expect it. Uh, that, that is the falling nature of a man. They know how to disappoint. How many of you have been disappointed before by men? Almost everybody including the pastor. <laughs> Men knows how to disappoint people, but God do not. When we put our trust in God, when we believe in God, what do we get? There's a reward in it. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 says that by faith, you know Hebrews, but without faith it is what? Impossible to do what? To please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, that God is, and that he is a rewarder of what? Those who diligently seek him. God rewards people when you put your trust in him, when you seek him, when you put, you seek him by believing in him, and there's a reward in it. What are some of the rewards that we can receive from God? Romans 5 verse 2 says that we, we have through whom also we have access by faith. How does faith come? By hearing and hearing what? The word of God. When God's word comes, it creates faith in us and we have access by faith into his, this grace in which we stand. So the grace in which you stand the access route, uh, road to that place is faith and hearing the word of God and believing. So if you want the faith in which you stand, what made you come to that portion? Oh, it's because of 
you heard the word of God and you believed it. So it gives us access to the grace in which you stand today. That, oh, you get that, how, how I say, by his grace. Do you know why you said that? You entered the access door to that one is because you believe and trusted God. That is why you are living today and you say, by his grace. Ephesians 3, 11 to 12. According to the eternal purpose, which is what? Accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. Wow. In whom we have boldness and what? Access with what? Confidence through faith in him. Brethren, trusting God, having faith in his word, also bring the love of God to us. Psalm 32 verse 10. Tell me, oh God, many sorrows shall be to the wicked, but he who what? Trust in where? In the Lord. Mercy shall what? Surround him. And when they were saying it, mercy said no. Ha! Mercy doesn't come by chance. It is by trusting. Huh? Oh. See the blind man that said, then wanted to be healed. Trusted Christ. The son of mercy, the son of David. Have mercy on me. Trusted him that this man, what I need from you is mercy. And he responded. So, if you want mercy, trust him. He said, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall what? Why will you be merciful? Because he asks you to have mercy. You are his son and you the sons of God will always show mercy. Amen. Amen. So, an access to the mercies of God <coughs> and the love of God, the good things of God, is through trust and faith in Him. What again? Genesis 15, verse 6. And he believed in the Lord. And he accounted it to him for what? Do you know what he's talking about? Who is that? He believes in who? And he what? Accounted it to him for what? So through faith and trusting God, you can also gain righteousness. So righteousness comes through faith and through trusting God. And that is what Abraham did. And people call him and God himself call him my friend. Sometimes when I hear God calling Abraham my friend, I say, hey, 
a human being and God becoming friend. Maybe I see myself and the two Pastor Charles, friends. Dr. Charles I and Professor <laughs> Charles Alpha. I like, I like trouble. Don't worry. A friend can trouble a friend. You see, you can... You, 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 what a friend will tell a friend, that will not make him angry. If you tell him, he will become angry. That's what makes friends. Eh? So that's why friends, friends can tell friends the truth. If somebody is a friend, he should be able to tell the truth, even if the truth is better. If everybody is afraid to tell the truth, a friend should tell you what you are doing. Her. No, it's not, it's not the right thing. Yeah. Abraham became God's friend because you cannot walk with somebody if you don't all agree on one thing. There's something that makes people friends. There's something common that attracts it's not everybody you can become friend with. Yeah. Sometimes people want to become your friend, but you know. So. <laughs> they don't, they, they, and fa, it, it, you force and force and force. You see that this, friend, this friendship is artificial. It has been created. When artificially created, it will go away. It will, it, it will separate. But there are some, they flow. But they all move on the same level. God moved on the level of faith. Abraham moved on the level of faith. And that is where he said, my faith friend, let's take a faith walk. So it was based on the same thing which they believe. God believes that when I speak, my word will work. Abraham also believed that when God speaks, it works. He said, oh, this guy, I can do business with you. Let's go on. But you believe that whatever I say, I'll perform it. And that is what I believe too. That's why I always say, talk. I don't talk for nothing because I believe that whatever I say, it will happen. And I know somebody who believed that, who believes me, that when I talk, it will happen. So this person, I can be his friend. So Abraham became God's friend and they walked together. Hallelujah. Then God accounted it to what? To be, to be righteous. He said, Abraham, yet you might not be the perfect man, but you are right before me. Because of the faith you are exhibiting in me, you may have weaknesses. But you are right. This is how I believe my way. I know you have weaknesses. I know you are made out of this earth. I know Adam fell. I know there are other things that destroy. I know that you have uh, 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 something in your body, uh, flesh, that, 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 that pulls you somewhere. But Abraham, when it comes to trusting me, that one, so, you are right, walking right with me in that area. 
So he accounted it to him as what? Righteousness. It doesn't mean that Abraham never sinned. Abraham sinned like you sinned. Eh? The only person who never sinned is Jesus Christ. All of us. So, who you born now? Born in here. Catch us in my body. No one find you. Amen. Tell him I, for, uh, I have sinned so that he can forgive you. So, Acts chapter 15, verse 9. Let me read from verse 8. So God, who knows the heart, acknowledged them by giving them the Holy Spirit just as he did to us. And made no distinction between us and them. Purifying their heart by what? By faith. Immediately, the, past, the, the moment they believed, God also purified their heart. Not because they didn't eat, they don't eat uh, uh, cockroach. Uh, this one is sometimes people say, hey, this one, you eat this one. They, no. Even when they got born again, Peter and the rest, they still have their, uh, their old religion in them. The Holy Spirit had filled them, but they still have little of the thing. They think everybody must live like a Jew. They think that if the Jew is a gang and everybody is eating purple and you don't eat purple, you are not a gang. They think that everybody should circumcise. Meanwhile, it's not every tribe that does the thing. Some tribes don't say, some, some tribes, even their kings, they don't use knife on them. So if they get born again, they have to become big men, put them down. And <laughs> and take a sharp knife and work on them. So we can even be born again and carry whatever we believe in our society into it. If you're a politician, you're born again, you can bring your politics into, into God. Any scripture they read, you see politics inside. <laughs> Every preaching you see it inside. So you think the church should be run like a political party. You can be maybe a professor in a university and you can bring that thing into church. You can be a fitness priest who got saved. Why you can still want to see some fetish things unless we take something and mix and do something you think God has removed. So we all carry our beliefs into the faith. But what matters is faith in Christ Jesus. Faith 
in Christ Jesus. There's neither Jew nor Gentile, no Greek. When you come to God, what matters is Jehovah God. So when you are coming to church, you leave all your whatever you have, you can put it at the gate or inside your car. And come like a child of God to worship your father. It is then that you can be blessed. But if you carry your post, if you carry your office and your seat into church, you will wish Jesus salute you because your rank was higher than Jesus when he was on earth. You will come and say, Jesus should say, Daddy, he was 32 years, 30 years. (laughs) You have a son who is 35 years older than Jesus Christ. So you look at a small boy with small boy here, but I say, my son is older than, my daughter is older than this Jesus. If you carry that, your post to church, you will never be blessed. I'm telling the truth, As a son, come as a servant to serve God. I remember a man gave me a testimony. I think he was one big man in some big company here in Ghana. He believes himself. I think he went to is Singapore, South Africa, huh? for a program. Christian program. And we're just there, and some people, a couple came, and they came and prepared his table, uh, his bed, and everything. Then later he found out that those who came and prepared the table, uh, their, their room, and everything, cleaned the room, was the IBM. Uh, uh, the, uh, the head of the IBM this once I made the same inception <laughs> it deflated in a hey if this man with all this put on a servant tries to come and serve me who think I'm big in Ghana I am not so when it comes to God you don't know who is serving you Even when you're parking your car, the people standing there, you don't know whether there's a general, army general among them. Because in our mind, people who take care of cars are watchmen and uh, listen. So when you come to church, you carry that concept to church. Don't, don't, don't deceive yourself. 
Am I, 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 am I troubling you today? I'm telling the truth. The pastor should tell the truth so that you know how to, 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 to yeah. So people, the people who come to church here, so that some of them you see them simple, in simple dress. Even those who are simpler, they are greater. In fact, if you don't want, is it, normally when I meet people, I, I, I just look at you the way you carry yourself. Sometimes you want to overcarry yourself. I know this guy, he has nothing. <laughs> so you overcarrying yourself will make me lose confidence in you that you have nothing. <laughs> Normally those who are great, they look simple. Of course, some are uh, very fashionable. So whether they are, that is their, their makeup. So whether they are poor or rich, they are still fashionable. <laughs> uh, am, am, I, am I saying something good? <coughs> So, <laughs> the word of God. Have I finished reading the scripture? I haven't finished. I haven't finished the Acts. I have on 59. He made this thing to be okay, I've finished with that one. Roman 9.30. What shall we say then? That Gentiles who did not pursue righteousness have attained to righteousness, even the righteousness of faith. So there's a righteousness we call of faith, and that is what we have. I want you to really trust that God by trusting God, a simple trust in God. Philippians 3, verse 9. I, 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 I like this. So we can gain righteousness through faith by trusting God, we can be put right with God. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. For me to write the same thing uh, to you, it's not what? It's not what? Verse 9. I may found in him not having my own word. <laughs> so we can have personal righteousness. Sometimes you think you are righteous. Huh? Not having my own word, righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith. So there are, there's one which is by the law. It's not wrong. You keep the law strictly, if you're able to keep all the rules and the laws strictly without breaking them in life. You're okay. But I know. I know by your nature. You can't go through all. The law is not bad. It's good. But it's difficult to be. They will say, if you break in one, the thing is that it's not marking the thing that 
if you are able to obey 50%, you've passed. The pass mark is 100%. When you are obeying the law, the pass mark is what? 100%. So even if you get half point zero wrong, you fail. Hey! Are you getting it? So go so that ah, if I don't bring my son, no single man <laughs> will gain. So somebody came and did the exam for you and got 100%. That if you believe in me, this mark is your mark. So that is how the faith thing is. So somebody asked me, so it means that we shouldn't obey. In the, <coughs> if you are working by faith, you can do anything. No. You can even live above the law. You do more. Your love goes beyond just legalism. Love makes you go beyond. It makes you go even beyond that. You look in the person and help the person. So the kind of law we operate is a higher law. But it answers a lot of the things. If I really love you, I don't even have to think whether I will steal something from you or not. It shouldn't be part of me. You don't still love people's things. If you're a husband or a wife and you steal your husband or your wife, then you, are, you have something is wrong with you. You need a psychologist to deal with you. Hey, Ashafo. <laughs> Somebody told me, Savo, my husband is very wicked. He's very, very strong. But I know how I get him. When he gets drunk, I put my hands and I take everything. Stealing. <laughs> he says, I'm borrowing. <laughs> You borrow, I don't tell the person I've borrowed from you. <laughs> and someone says, the two shall be one. So why don't you leave it for her to spend if you're one? <laughs> Prophet. But real love will like to give. Love gives. For God so loved the world 
that he gave. Oh, Robert. Oh, brother, sister. I love you. Meanwhile, you want something from her. That is not love. The way he said, no, sister, I love you. And when I was praying, I feel like, I, I don't even feel, but love said, I should give you this to meet your need. Amen. That is love. Without, listen to me carefully. Without desire. No condition of your bodily desire. Brethren, Armstrong, Brother Armstrong, Sister Armstrong. So the law we obey, the law which Jesus gave to us, is love, and this love, all the laws hangs on love. In fact, all that Jesus got. God gave to us. If you take it, if you really love, you don't even want to, you don't think about law one, law two, law three. You obey, it becomes your natural lesson. Have no any other God beside me. If you love God, why do you go for another God? You are not, you even think of another God. Don't go for your neighbor's wife. If you love your neighbor, you will never. Say, "What? You think my me show no?" What again? Thou shalt not steal. If I love you, why do I have to come and steal? Thou shalt not kill. If I love you, I can't even kill you. Not only taking knife, but my mouth. Some words can kill you. Some people can orchestrate and form a story. Kill a story. That can break your confidence for life. And you can never resurrect in life. The Bible says that love covered what? It doesn't mean that when somebody sin, that's all. We should, we should ignore it. No. You talk to that person, help that person out of it. Don't be happy that the person sometimes because of enviness, because of uh, hatred, if the person does something, ah, Mr. Kano, broadcast. This is, uh, you don't need a radio station. Just get your phone. Ba, 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 
it goes the whole world. And write it in such a way that everybody will believe it. Fabikan. Add some. Subtract this and hide some truth. Do this. Some people are specialists in, in writing notions. Love would never do that. Love is the redemptive. That even if I'm punishing you, I'm doing something, it's because I want to redeem you. You know God sometimes does that? Yeah, he chastises the people that he loves. So love can sometimes chastise so that you will run away from danger. But it might be done with love. Trusting in God also bring the Holy Spirit. Help us. John 7 verse 38 to 39. He who believes in me as the scripture has said out of his heart will flow what? Rivers of what? So believing in Christ, believing in him, in his word also makes you flow freely with the Holy Spirit. Oh, I want the Holy Spirit to move in my life. This is the way. The first way for the Holy Spirit to move in your life is to believe in him. He says, love your friend. I don't see how you can hate somebody. And when God says prophesy on him something good, your mind will tell you it's not it. As you mature, you don't even want to, it's not men you want to please, it's God. When you start something, you want people to know, yeah, yeah, you too, you have the spirit. Say, they say what happened to this person. So when it happened, I would say, I happened. No. When you mature, you understand. When I see somebody's going to die, I cry, and I have access to the person, I'll go to him. I won't tell the public. But he's the one that the word is for. I will bury, even if he's not a friend of mine, he hates me, I will bury my pride because God is the one who is sending me. Yeah. I'm helping and pray for him. Some of you know, I saw something about you and I came to you. Some of them went and sinned, but I didn't make it public. I called and I said, this is true. Pastor, is true. I said, look, you're struggling with this and that. This is how you must do it. I want to redeem. He said, oh, but 
God told uh, Elijah to go and tell, uh, uh, he, tell he told Isaiah to go and tell uh, King uh, uh, Hezekiah that he was going to die. Do you know what he told him? He went to his room, his house. If he had stood outside to prophesy it, it would be a negative thing. But every word of word that comes must bring repentance. Love says that what I'm saying, I pray that this person will listen and repent. So the work of God is done through love. You can be gifted, but if you take the love outside, it can be corrupted. It is love that guides the gift and make it pure. I hope you're getting me. Love. Correct. If you see something wrong about your brother, don't just go. Find a nice way and tell him this thing, it will land you into trouble. Don't let him land in trouble, then you go and say, ah, I thought so. I don't like those, things, those people. When they will wait until you get into trouble before they come and say, oh, I knew it. If you knew it, what, what did you do? If you need, if it pass, shut up. If I'm not entering into it, tell me, don't pass there. But after I finish passing there, you, don't, you have nothing to tell me. I've already passed. Fidina Chimevi. This Christian attitude, the attitude Christian. Don't let us wait until things happen before we start talking. No! Protect. Help people first. Go ahead. Rescue them. Don't let them fall inside the fire. Say, oh, you see, I knew this guy was going to fall into the fire. What did you do? I hope I'm saying something. Good. If you understood this, some of you may not like it, but that is it. Hallelujah. So, faith lets your spirit work. It brings other spirit. John 7, 38, uh, uh, Galatians 7, 38, 3, 14, rather. 3, 14, quickly. That the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the, of the Spirit through faith. Through faith we can receive all these promises. And I pray that it shall be so. You see, by believing God, we are also protected against the devil's attack. Devil, he always attack who? There are demons. How many know there are demons? People don't believe there are demons. It doesn't matter whether you are in Africa, in America, in Britain, 
you can tell your mind that demons do not exist. They exist. They can come in a form of white demons or black demons. They are still the demons with blood running them like you can come as a black human being or white human being but find out that we all have the same blood. Either you are O or what? O positive or negative eh? Eh? or A or B or listen, look, if you cut white man, you get it. If you cut this, if they take my blood, you can go to white man's blood. If you take his blood, he can go to my blood. So the whole thing, the skin is the one that is covering it. The same demon. The same life that is pushing them is the same life pushing us. Some are educated demons. Some are uneducated. Some are working through educated brains. Some are working through uneducated brains. For me, even the uneducated brain, it's easy to recognize it than the one that is working through the educated brains. They are the most dangerous one. In the form of philosophies and other things. They are all demons. We have demons everywhere. Are you? <laughs> when I start talking about demons one day, you will understand. Maybe I will be dealing with it. And how to, uh, uh, to take them out of your way. Ephesians 6, 16. Above all, taking what? The shield of what? With which you will be able to what? To quench all not some. To quench what? All the what? The fiery dart of what? The wicked one. The wicked one never stops throwing those darts with fire on it against your life. Don't think that you are the devil loves you so much. Throwing against Christianity. Sometimes, uh, sometimes uh, the way Christians take their life, I'm, 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 I'm sad. They live as if there is no demon. And demons come in a form. They live in a comfort zone. While others are planning to take over the devil is planning to take over, they are sitting down. Arise! Let your spirit be quickened. Let your faith be strong. Do not compromise your faith. In these last days, this F, there will be struggle. The devil will like to have control. And Jesus will like to take control. But Jesus can never take control without his church. Whatever, that's why he gave that promise. 
He said, the gate of hell shall not prevail against what? But if his church opens the gate, hell will enter. Prevailing against them means that the church is in a combat. We are at war, whether you like it or not. You go to the battlefield, they said, you are going to fight, you are at war if you say, you will say, I'm for me, I'm for me, I won't shoot them. Stand there. When your commander says shoot, if you like stand there, your life will go. Christian life is war. A life of warfare. Say, hey, prophet, what are you saying? Yes. Can't you even feel it in your life? You say, oh, oh, see, finances are heading. Huh? Now, even big companies are consulting the unknown. They, have, they will call it different names. I met somebody who was starting from the church. He said, when the spirit, they, it was some higher, they call it some higher something. I said, any higher, a demons. <laughs> the things which is outside the physical, you are delving with those things, you are telling me it's higher. I said, we are higher than that. Many people Nations are consulting. Even football. It's not only Africa. Ah. Those places, they, they do it. When I want it. World Cup. Where they're not consulting octopus. Ah! What is it? Akuko. Any octopus. Are they all not? Oh, uh, oh, have you, did, did you hear that one? You ought to see which one will win. That octopus play the football. Did <laughs> he play football? No. But the one going so throw uh, some listen. And if that what I call white demon. You throw, then you pick this one, pick this one, they say, this place will win. If somebody put cowrie and throw it around like this, they say it's black one. <laughs> They're all the same. <laughs> and the same demon operating in different ways. Oh, you don't understand what I uh. So, brethren, our faith in Jesus Christ should not win. Our faith will be tried. But there's profit and fruit when you put your faith in God. I might not have time to talk about all. 
But protection against devil attacks, protection, there's a reward in heaven, there's spiritual strength. Whenever you believe in God, Psalm 27 verse 13, it gives you strength from your innermost being. It gives you strength. Some people, the reason why demons can hit you small, small, small is you're weak. You need to be very strong. You see, people don't attack strong people. You know, I told you there used to be some guy in my village. He was very strong and was bullying everybody. When we play football, when we play football and uh, listen, and we score, he'll go and catch the ball, and we've closed. Now we've won. He determined who should win. The one where we playing with another village, they brought, not that they brought some giants. The guy I've never seen that kind of way. The guy was huge. And they came with a tractor, with a trailer. The guy sat inside the tractor. You see the guy like a giant. When they got down, he didn't talk. He just stood there. Like, and fear fell upon the whole village. They kept him. I was playing. The guy was doing his thing. The guy didn't see the guy. So when he, he did the risk, the guy wanted to take the, they brought the man. The man came up and held this our giant. <laughs> he got held his trousers and held him like this. Stood there. He took our chief. to come and kneel down and beg. <laughs> ha! Sometimes we need to build our muscle and strength as Christians. So the enemy, when he meets you, he knows that this is not the type of person I must. Don't become bread for any demon. Some small, small demons, they shouldn't trouble you. Ah, when they see you, they should be running away. But how do we do it? Trust in God. Let's read the scripture. Strength comes by trusting the Lord. I will have lost heart unless I had believed that I will see the goodness of God. The Lord in the land of the living. Sometimes, if you don't have this hope, you will lose hope. Things that come to you, if you don't know that there's a God that will come to your aid in the land of the living, you will go and hang yourself. But once you have that faith, no matter what you're going through, you will still hold on. Knowing that the Lord shall appear not in the land of the dead, but in the land of the living. Meaning that in this world, no matter what you are going through, I'm not saying that it's easy. It's very difficult. But don't lose hope because you will see the Lord your God in the land of the living. 
It gives us hope to move in this life. It gives us hope to be able to withstand pressures of this life. But this life will always give us pressure. Everybody is under pressure. There's a song. I was going to wrap it for you. Everybody under pressure. <laughs> Everybody under pressure. Poor man under pressure. Rich man under pressure. Government under pressure. Governors under pressure. Those being governed under pressure. Everybody under pressure. Africa under pressure. America under pressure. Under pressure. Under pressure. Everybody under pressure. If you're married, under pressure. If you're single, under pressure. If you have children, under pressure. If you don't have children, under pressure. Everything under pressure. <laughs> ah, if you have got a job, under high pressure. <laughs> if you don't have a job, under pressure. So, so this well <laughs> is everybody under pressure. <laughs> so what you need to do is to learn how to live under pressure. God bless you. I hope I said something. I hope everybody got his there. If you didn't get yours, then you are not in tune. With the spirit of God then you are properly and really under pressure <laughs> sometimes can be under pressure and they will be preaching and you hear anything <laughs> I hope you are all blessed yes. I want to encourage you to hold on to the God which you have believed. Because everybody will be put under pressure one time or the other. What will make you stand is your relationship with God and the way, they, way you walk with God. I'm preparing you so that nothing, no death. I, I like Peter. He said, we are pressed on all sides. Is it not true? He said we are pressed on what? How many of you have been pressed on all sides before? Me, a half. So I said, oh, over here, pastor, prophet. Oh, and the Izu. I did. Oh, Penyami. Oh, baby, Penyami. Prophets are also under pressure. 
some of them are really under pressure that, especially sometimes pressure from the people and they have to manufacture prophecy. And I know every prophecy you manufacture, God will not perform it. You will have to watch over it. And you yourself <laughs> will have to make it work. We are hard pressed on every side. Yet not what? What will not make you crash is when your faith is grounded in God. We are perplexed, but not in what? Okay, let me. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Hey, Charlie, you are born on the firm ground. Tell yourself, I'm not yet. That's why, you know, I say I like. Like a Kramano. When I came to Accra, the first place I stayed was Jamestown. Fight hit till you fall down. It was a Kikan Teshi. My Jibua. The guy is down. The guy, the man is on you. He's beating you. But his mouth did not say, you are beating me. He said, Ken Teshi. Man, you boy. He knows that he will get up. He said, when I get up, I will beat you. Proper, proper. So, you can be down. Was it Azuma? They knocked him down. The one of his fight, he was knocked down. When he fell down, he said, oh, I said, ah, this is a guy, man. He, he, this guy, he, this guy, he get up and fight. He got up and beat the guy. Yes. Ah. Yes. Say, I, know, I know what the guy is saying down there. Say, <laughs> and truly, when he got up, he beat the guy. So the fact that you are down, Satan can put you down Temporary. Yes. I call it temporary rest. Yes. But don't, 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 don't remain there. Yes. Get up. If your business has fallen at this place, don't, don't, don't sit down there, Jay, my woo. Look, tell the business that, hey, can't dish. I'm going to build a bigger one, a better one. Yes. If your marriage has broken, your husband has left you, have divorced you, your wife has divorced you. Don't sit down, put your hand, hey, I'm finished. Tell them, hey, let him go. I'll get another one. When I get one, I'll enjoy it. Is it so far now, Kasa? Share. Why your I didn't say that's not the lancing so. I said, ah, so for Gasa Waka. Me push it and then I'm out of him. No my cast a kente. That's not what I'm saying. Amen.
So God bless you. We have come with